Last year, my hubby and I unexpectedly became duck grandparents. Our daughter brought several ducks to our home and built a coop and, and a run for them out in our backyard. Well, it's not really our backyard. We call it our back 40, but we have two acres and it was on the back acre. At first, we, we weren't very happy with the addition to our animal family. We've been perfectly satisfied with our one dog, but I soon became very attached to their good morning quacks. And I think they became fond of me. <laughs> when I would call duck, 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 they would look at me with that upturn of their necks and then start to follow me to the garage where I kept their food. It was a very sad day when I discovered that a raccoon had invaded their run and injured one of the ducks to the point where my husband had to put her down. After that, our my daughter and I put Epsom salts around the coop to deter the raccoon, at least that's what Google said, but nothing seemed to stop these feisty critters. They would get into the run and they would play in the pool of water that we kept for Mr. Waddles and Baby Duck. And, of course, the raccoon ate whatever food was left in the duck's bowl. But, for some reason, they never bothered the last two ducks. Went out each night to make sure the ducks were safely locked in their run. I would hold them, talk to them, and generally made them a part of my family. Last weekend, I walked out to the duck pen, as I did each morning, and found that baby duck had been attacked by a raccoon. I was devastated. My daughter and hubby said that she needed to be put down and that we needed to give Mr. Waddles away to a more secure home. We just didn't have the resources to build a real coop and you know, enclose it the way it should be. I asked them to wait one day to see how bad Baby Duck was. I started refilling the pool water as I knew Baby Duck loved to sit under the shower. I felt like I was probably giving her her last feel-good shower and I felt like crying. That night when I went to bed, all I could think of was my Baby Duck and Mr. Waddles. I thought, when I was this concerned for one of my children, I lifted them up in prayer. So why not pray for a duck? Father, I know you care about everything in my life. You have blessed our family with these ducks, even though at times they've been a handful to care for. But I love these ducks, Lord. Please heal baby duck so we don't have to put her down and show us what to do with Mr. Waddles. You know that we're not able to care for her in the way she needs especially this winter. Father, thank you for listening. Amen. The next morning, my hubby went on his usual drive, and he called me to let me know that our neighbor wanted to add the ducks to her family of God's creatures. She had chickens and turkeys and ducks, and she was just <laughs> the farm lady that I always wanted to be. When she and her husband pulled up to get them, she, held, she caught Baby Duck, and I, I caught Mr. Waddles, and, and I held Mr. Waddles so close. And then I looked over, and my neighbor was holding Baby Duck and talking softly to her as she stroked her wings. I think she's going to be all right, she said. God had answered my prayer. We are told in Philippians 4, 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, 
Let your request be made known to God. You know, I do not see any caveats in what we are to pray for. What I see is the word everything with thanksgiving. Let my request be known to God. How many of us miss out on the blessing of seeing God's answers because we don't think what we want to pray for is, is important to him? Everything is created by God. Therefore, everything is important to God. I find this to be true a lot with my friendships or neighbors or church family. Okay, maybe it, <laughs> maybe it's just people in general. Like the rude cashier at the grocery checkout lane. Why not pray for him? I don't have any idea what's going through his head. What's causing the rudeness? Maybe he just found out he has an incurable illness. Or maybe he got to work late because of traffic, but his boss gave him a point anyway. God knows every detail of every life. And he cares enough to want us to talk with him about it. So, pray. Communicate. Talk. I remember a time when I was demoted at work from director to manager, and I was devastated. At first, I was angry. But then I started praying for wisdom and discernment. And I finally felt peace. And I started praying for those who had made the decision to demote me. A few days later, I found out that our company was being bought out. And the first thing they were going to do was to lay off the director level. See, God knows the future. I wish I had not wasted those first few days being angry and hurt and had trusted him from the beginning, and had talked to him. Prayer is communication with God. It's just like going to your best friend and talking to them. And no detail is too small. I don't know how many times I've lost something and prayed for God to help me find it. Usually it's my phone. I've prayed for a flower that had almost died to come back to life and bloom. I've prayed for the hummingbirds to continue to visit my feeder. Silly? Maybe, but I'm spending time with God, and that's what's important. He is always there, being the father that he is, waiting for us to talk to him about everything. Don't lose out on the blessing. Lift your prayers to him and feel the peace. And God bless you.